as always good day and welcome to the uefa champions league podcast for today friday the 15th of april 2022 and wherever you are listening or tuning in to this episode from whether you are in the usa on the african continent north america south america asia europe australia new zealand and Oceania, welcome to the most exciting informative and educative sports show on the calling platform on apple podcast and on spotify with yours truly philip alimo and i have love for sports on the episode today we'll be looking at the highlights and reactions from the champions league quarterfinal second leg games involving Bayern Munich versus Villarreal Real Madrid versus Chelsea and Liverpool versus Benfica and Atletico Madrid versus Man City it produced very interesting results and your most authoritative and informative sports show is right here to give you all the updates that you need to know about this week's Champions League games. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as I give you all the details. Villarreal's remarkable UEFA Champions League campaign continued as a resilient back-to-the-world display sets the foundation for a dramatic smash and grab at Bayern Munich. Substitute Samuel Chukweze coming off the bench to complete an electric counter-attack with only two minutes remaining. And what were the clinical and key moments in that game as Bayern drew 1-1 with Villarreal in the 52nd minute, clinical Lewandowski levels the tie. 72nd minute, Muller heads fine, chance wide away from goal. 84th minute, Chuku Eze comes off Villarreal's bench. 88th minute, Chuku Eze sends Villarreal through to the semi-finals. The honors was on Bayern Munich following last week's 1-0 defeat in Spain. And the home side took up the responsibility from the off setting up camp in the Villarreal app. Yet, for all their intent, the Bundesliga champions reached the interval with little in the way of meaningful chances to show for it eventually. Let's pick excerpts of that game from the Alliance Arena. Everybody and welcome to our live coverage of this UEFA Champions League quarter-final second leg absolutely mouth-watering a date with history is what the Spanish press has called it today can Villarreal knock out six-time European champions Bayern Munich and can they do it in Munich Coma. great pace Musiala onto his left foot. Capu goes with him and he put it right across the face of goal. Lewandowski and Muller were in the middle. Neither got anywhere near it actually. But no Sonny at the back post. Sonny's actually poured out. He's outside the edge of the box. He needs to be in that back post position. Good work from Musiala. He's an attempted shot but he fires it through that six yard box. For me, Sanis should be there for a tap-in. Bayern Munich a little bit lucky to get the ball back. Kimmich here away from Kokelak. Decent cross, Ruli. Got a very important touch on it. And uh, very careless from Juan Foyth. Coman has it. 
Tripped up to the back post. Estupinan away. On the volley from Goretzka. Blocked. And for the first time, Villarreal are really penned in. Yeah, they really are. They're on the ropes and the pressure's building from Bayern Munich. Crosses coming in. Attempts. Lewandowski is coming in on the header. Four from Foyt. Kept alive. Indian scrambled it away. Sane. Goretzka. Oh, good save. Well... Musiala's header and he's got a blow to the face here. It was actually more or less straight at Ruli. There was a lot of pace on this header. It is a surprise, isn't it? That statistic we were talking about it earlier, Clive, that Bayern have not turned around a first leg deficit in a two-legged European tie in almost seven years. As Sane whips it in, the front stays down now. Did Ruli catch Musiala? That's the question. Play goes on for the moment. Well, very few protests from the Bayern players. He's onside. It's a good run, it's onside. The control is off of his thigh. Rudy comes out, makes contact with the ball. And I thought we caught Musiala before Guzman certainly felt it might have been a penalty kick. It's Muller, here's Lewandowski, and it's in! Robert Lewandowski for Bayern Munich. The right man in the right place. And Bayern have the lead on the night and are level on aggregate. Well, first time over these two legs, Steve, that they've got the ball into the feet and Lewandowski on the edge of the box. They're guilty of overplaying. And when it's intercepted, who do you want with the ball on the 18-yard line? Lewandowski. And what a finish this is. His touch, his composure through the legs of Pau Torres in off the post. Oh, Sane beautifully away from Coconut. Inside a stupid ad. Great ball! Oh! Goodness me, Thomas Muller, scorer of so many crucial goals for Bayern over the years, has missed this one. When everything was right, he signalled for the cross, it was delivered perfectly for him. All he doesn't do is hit the target. Trip towards Nambri. Raul Abdel was there. Danny Parejo. That's nice. Here's Lo Celso. Lo Celso trying to get away from Kingsley Coman. That's a decent ball. Gerard Moreno. Chiquezo scores. And Villarreal surely are into the semi-finals of the Champions League. Bayern Munich absolutely stunned. The substitute Samuel Chiquezo has surely put Villarreal in the last four. Steve, this is the most brilliant counter-attack from Villarreal on the night. Parejo, brilliant composure to feed the ball to Lo Celso. He shows strength with the ball under a lot of pressure, toes it into the path of Moreno. Now, can Moreno deliver that all-important pass? Yes, he can. Chukwueze the substitute. What an impact from the substitute. Probably his only second touch in the game has just probably put Villarreal in the Champions League semi-final. The referee from Slovenia has checked his watch. They're ready to go and they've done it. Villarreal are into the semi-finals of the Champions League. What an absolutely fantastic achievement. What an achievement for Villarreal and Unai Emery. They've taken on two of the giants of European football in back-to-back -back rounds and they've knocked them both out. Juventus was staggering. Bayern Munich, Clive Allen, is absolutely stunning. Absolutely sensational. A brilliant defensive display. Confidence about the way they've gone about winning this game this evening. A 1-0 advantage coming into it, pegged back, but then the one clinical counter-attack that made the difference late in the game has sent Villarreal into their first Champions League semi-final. Extraordinary achievement from Unai Emery and this small town Spanish club. They may be a small town Spanish club, but they are very much in the big time. They're into the semi-finals. 
of the Champions League as it finishes Bayern 1, Villarreal 1 on the night. Bayern 1, Villarreal 2 on aggregate. That was a stunning result from Villarreal in Munich. Unite Emery spoke to us after guiding his Villarreal side past Bayern Munich and into the last four of this season's Champions League. Let's hear from Unite Emery. Hi. You've done it again. How does that feel? <laughs> yes, we made it and I think uh, we played uh, very good two matches with different plans but uh, we made at the first leg in Villarreal the first difference for to have opportunities here or chances here for to, to battle them but uh, was very difficult but uh, really the first match in Villarreal was amazing and we deserved more than one, one goal one, one goal we scored but uh, we know wasn't enough but with this result we can come here and, and have our, our moments our opportunity but we we needed defensively to be very strong our mentality was tonight's amazing uh, working everyone very very uh, very very believing we, we need to do it and then to, to wait our moment offensively to achieve some opportunities, some spaces to, to, to some make a run with some players for to score one goal. And we had four or five times opportunity to get this their box and at the, at, at the end, at the last moment we scored it. I think the best moment for to do it. <laughs> Talk to me about your preparation for this game. I've, I've spoken to Juan Foyt and Chukwueze, and they have certain looks that come across their eyes when I ask them about your video sessions and how long that they have to watch each opponent. How important is that for you to have these anal analysis sessions? And how, how many hours of Bayern did you watch before you came here? The players, they are more than me or my, my, my coaches. They are more than me uh, needing to watch the opposite, to watch how we can battle them. And we show it the way, but showing uh, everything with the very uh, high capacity to, to, to play and, and, and to battle here. Uh, usually they are winning matches 5-0, five, 5-2, five five uh, 7-1, Champions League. But if we can defend like some teams they make here, they made here, then we can as well to, to use our capacity, our, our skills with our players for to, to have our moments and to, uh, to achieve our, our objective get their box and score one goal but really really the mentality was very very important and uh, to be a strong uh, everyone uh, thinking in, in, in that plan and the best moment for to know it is for the player to watch videos with, uh, with Bayern Munich and with their opposite just to finish I wasn't expecting to maybe you maybe weren't expecting to answer this question at the start of the season. Can Villarreal win the Champions League? We can't dream. We can't dream. And uh, it's very difficult, but we are doing our way. And when we were here before the match, we are speaking, we are not here for to, to have good uh, match here, but after to lose. And okay, but we achieve a quarter final and we can be happy. No, we have to be ambitious and uh, we have we have to be uh, very competitive in our mind for to to achieve or to try to achieve the semi-final and our objective before the match was to play the semi-finals don't think anyone's going to want to draw you now <laughs> Unai we are going to try to do more <laughs>
That is Unai Emery speaking about Villarreal's stunning performance in the Champions League this season. And Unai Emery, indeed, and his team can only keep on dreaming. Thomas Muller, Bayern Munich forward after the game, also had this to say. If you take just this game into account without the first game, we should have gone through convincingly. It's difficult to accept this. I don't know what to say. Julian, a Bayern Munich coach, also had this to say. He said, the first leg was key. That's where we lost the tie. We didn't play well. Then today, we're very good. Tactically and intensity-wise, it was one of our best games in recent months. In terms of the key statistics, Villarreal are through to the Champions League semi-finals for only the second time. They lost 1-0 on aggregate against Arsenal in 2005-2006 UEFA Champions League season. Bayern mastered 24 shots to Villarreal's four in Munich. And Villarreal have lost only one of their last nine matches in the UEFA Champions League knockout phase of the competition, recording three wins and five draws. Top scorer Robert Lewandowski hit nine goals in Bayern Munich's five Champions League home games this season, compared to four away. Chuku Eze's goal was only a sixth of the season in all competitions for Villarreal and his first of 2022. Another game in the Champions League which was exciting was the Real Madrid-Chelsea game as Benzema took the host through after Oldest mount a stunning comeback. Real Madrid reached the UEFA Champions League semi-finals with a remarkable 5-4 aggregate success after extra time against Chelsea, who were on the verge of one of the competition's greatest turnarounds when leading 3-0 late in normal time. The key moments in the game, 15 minutes into the game, Mount reduces the aggregate deficit for Chelsea. And in the 51st minute, Antonio Rudiger, Tampin header, levels tie at 3-3. In the 75th minute, Timo Werner completes turning around for the Blues. In the 80th minute, Benzema header edges Real Madrid through into the last four of the competition. Let's take excerpts of that game in Madrid. Hi there everyone, welcome to the Bernabeu Stadium where Real Madrid are closing in on a place in the semi-finals of the Champions League and doing so at the expense of the side which knocked them out in the semis a year ago and of course went on to lift the trophy, the holders Chelsea. Revenge, Alan Smith is in the air in the Spanish capital tonight. Chelsea have a good record under Tuchel, converting set pieces. Rudiger, a difficult header to put extra power on. All the way through for a breakthrough goal for Chelsea. Brilliantly done. Mason Mount. So, that changes the perspective. Game on. He's been in majestic form, Mason Mount. He certainly wasn't Southampton at the weekend. Can't do no wrong. And he took that so comfortably, so confidently. 
That has set it up beautifully. That is who you want the ball falling to at the moment. Mason Mount. Alonso and James corner given I'm not happy about it the corner with plenty of height on it and it's headed in Tony Rudiger and Chelsea are level on aggregate they lead 2-0 on the night and Thomas Tuchel's dream is getting ever closer to coming true was it a corner? Well, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But none of that matters now. It's Rudiger who's done this so often in a Chelsea shirt. It's him who wants it more. Wrestles Modric to their legs on this zonal marking. Zonal marking that does not work one little bit. It's a fine header, you know. We were talking about Benzema's in the first leg. This is just as good, so well directed. Here he goes. And it's thrust aside by Edouard Mendy. Look at the actual save from Mendy. Win it back from Mendy. And look at the number of players forward in yellow here. Ricardo Conte as he picked the right pass, Marcus Alonso. Alonso again! Marcus Alonso! Back in Madrid, his home city, his former club, and what a turnaround from the holders. Will be a goal check, it was a good spot from you, Alan. Well, inadvertent or not, it did help him control the ball, didn't it? As it's bounded up off his thigh. Do feel there's a, a real chance this goal might not stand. Hasn't. Yes, it has. The Chelsea fans out noising the home supporters. This is the instant again. He's putting his hand out of the way. No. Doesn't count. This is what. Uh, to the law suggested should be the right decision. Mendy. Benzema! Well, they've been going in week after week, but not this time. It was by his standards a more straightforward header. Yeah, he scored much more difficult ones than this. Alonso Kovacic for Werner. They've opened Real Madrid up here. Werner, Timo Werner still going and it's ended up in the back of the net and surely this one's going to count and Werner back in business in the Premier League on Saturday getting the start tonight and getting what could be one of the most important goals in Chelsea's history Would you believe that? He delayed once, he delayed twice you thought he left it too late and then it goes in Bobbles in via a deflection, I think, hurt himself along the way, but this will be the biggest goal of his club career if he gets his team through. Seeing their team labour struggle to Modric, it's a great ball, Rodrigo arrives with a flourish, and there's another twist to the tail here, and finally, as Alan Smith predicted, Real Madrid do score. What an assist! Absolutely brilliant from Luka Modric outside of the peg. Look at that for a ball. And turned him into a fairly simple finish I mean, under these circumstances. James now stands it up towards Havertz who tries to knock it down. It's another chance that goes a begging in stoppage time for Christian Pulisic. Oh, are they going to live to regret these misses? I mean, Carvajal just does enough here. Gets a bit of contact on Pulisic. The team that won 3-1 away has lost 3-1 at home. And 4-4. There's a lot more to come in the Bernabeu tonight. And here is Vinicius Junior. 
looking for Benzema, he doesn't miss this time. Is he going to make the difference yet again? Another header. A vital goal for Real Madrid, who have the aggregate lead back. Tough for Chelsea to take. Very tough. This is more promising. Ziyech went for power. And uh, Courtois refused to be overpowered. Chelsea win the match, but Real Madrid win the tie in the most dramatic fashion. Real Madrid rather limp like Benzema into the semi-finals, but they're there. That's all that matters to the home support here. This famous football club, serial winners in this competition. They're the facts of the matter for you. So the game ended. Real Madrid 2, Chelsea 3, but Real Madrid wins 5-4 on aggregate. Luka Modric on the great character Real Madrid showed to turn the game around at 3-0 down to defeat Chelsea in their Champions League quarter-final tie. Let's hear from Luka Modric and what he makes of that timeless and classy pass to Rodrigo. Luca, that was a sensational game and a what? sensational result. <laughs> Unbelievable to describe this game. Uh, we were we were dead uh, until the the goal that we scored. Chelsea scored three good goals. Maybe first one bit bit lucky from uh, deflection, but uh, yeah, I I cannot say that we played bad game, but. Uh, their chances, they they used it well and they scored the goals. But uh, we didn't give up. We didn't give up. We keep believing. We keep uh, fighting. And uh, on the end, we we scored two goals. We we showed huge character. Uh, uh, this stadium and the fans were very helpful with us when we were losing three nil. Uh, they were there. They were keep supporting us, and then that gave us. Uh, more boost to to keep continue to keep believing that we we can turn this around and we and we did it on the end thanks God and you did the substitutes had a, a big impact and, and and also is it the fact that you have the, the experience in these games that you save a little bit yeah I think uh, Mister did uh, did great changes and uh, they did well they had a great impact on the game like you said and uh, yeah. Certainly, in, uh, in this competition, uh, experience is playing important role, and uh, I think today it helped us a bit. But Chelsea, Chelsea we knew it even uh, after first game that we will have tough game because they are, for me, most difficult teams to play against. I, I watch them a lot because of my uh, friend Matteo, how they play, and they are very tough, physical, physical team, uh, very compact, and we knew that it's going to be tough, like it was it. But at the end. We showed again great, great character, great desire, great uh, togetherness, and uh, we managed to turn it around, which is amazing. Uh, defeat that is uh, very sweet. <laughs> so you got Atletico or Manchester City? We'll see. We, if you want to win this competition, you have to beat all the teams. Uh, for us, it was important to be in semi-final. We are there, and uh, now we can uh, enjoy watching uh, tomorrow game. So that was Luka Modric speaking in that interview. Chelsea coach Thomas Tuchel shared his pride in Chelsea's display despite not getting the rub of the green against Real Madrid. Let's hear from him. Thomas, the first thing to say is thank you for a tremendous contest. A fantastic game this evening, but it, it still it must hurt horribly to lose. Yeah, always, but these are the kind of defeats that we can uh, digest and swallow because there's, we left nothing to regret out there. Uh, we left everything, we played what we, what, what we wanted to play, we showed the quality and the character that this team has and we deserve to go through. Uh, was not meant to be today, we were simply unlucky. Everything you did before the match with the the tactics, the selection seemed to be working perfectly, didn't it? Yes, but it's the most important how we play and, and 
like the, the input from the players. How how much do we live up to the tactics? How much how much how how much uh, um, how lively do we play within a tactic? How much discipline do we show in the spaces? How how much in, do we invest? And this was up to the fullest. So um, so the full credit is for the players. Not easy to come here. You need to score. You need to win, and to do it. Uh, over the 90 minutes, simply unlucky not to go through. We deserved. I, I didn't see the the goal that was disallowed. Um, There's the slightest touch. Yeah, and I'm very very disappointed for the referee that he does not check it by by himself. Absolutely disappointed. I had a feeling in both matches that was like a 51 51 on the other side with all decisions made. But that's what it is if you play Real Madrid in, in Champions League. And yeah, unlucky today. You were the champions and you gave up the trophy today, but you did it with a lot of courage, did you? Right to the end. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's, like I said, there's nothing, there's nothing to regret. We had a, a huge deficit to overcome because we, we did uh, big mistakes in, in, in the first leg. Unfortunately, today also both goals come from, from big mistakes from us in the build-up. Where we win the ball, it's not even in the build-up. After ball wins, this is uh, the, most diff the most dangerous uh, situation. Um, to lose the ball after the ball win, and, and we did twice. Unfortunately, in, 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 uh, uh, for the first goal, in a situation where we can even start the counter attack to, to score the fourth one, but yeah, they uh, and they they uh, uh, took advantage of the mistakes with individual quality, uh, and that was enough because over the two legs we did too many of these big mistakes. That's Thomas Tuchel speaking in that post-game interview. Antonio Rudiger admitted whilst he was proud of Chelsea's display against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu, it was ultimately individual errors that caused the Blues' progression in this season's Champions League. Let's hear from him extensively. Tony, I know it's going to be hard to put that into words. What can you say after a game like that? Yeah, good. Like uh, the positive is uh, we didn't give up. Not many, not many teams can come here and dominate them as we did. Yeah. Yeah, but the big but is uh, yeah over the two legs. If you make this type of mistakes that we do, you get punished. You took control in the first half. Once Mason's goal went in, you were you were flying for such a long time there. That was the game plan. That was the game plan to find our number tens with Ruben and. Uh, and uh, Mason, with Mason, like between uh, Casamiro, always find the find the space. We found it. We got the we got the goal, and uh, yeah, we controlled. We didn't we didn't panic or something like this. And uh, I think we did it quite well. And uh, yeah, in the second half, scored goals. We did everything we could. But uh, yeah, as I said, over the two legs, if you do this type of mistakes, you get punished. We could see how much it took out of you as the second half went on, and their substitutions came in. But even then, you went again, and you nearly rescued the game. A couple, you had some chances right at the death. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a do or die for us. And um, yeah, like you, if if every, I think before the game, not everybody thought that we can, we will have a three nil. And uh, yeah, but then the individual class comes to light with uh, Modric and uh, Benzema, and now now we are here. Thanks, Tony. That is Antonio Rudigat in that interview. A bit of key details and statistics from the game. Madrid have scored in their last 28 home games in the Champions League knockout phase. The last time they failed to score was against Barcelona in the 2011 semi-finals. Real Madrid have not conceded more than one goal in any of their last seven Champions League games before this game. Prior to this season, the most goals Karim Benzema has scored in a Champions League campaign was seven. He has now scored seven in his last three games in the competition. Chelsea have now scored in their last 11 away games in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. The Blues are the first English team to score three goals 
at the Estadio Santiago Bernabeu since Manchester United in 1968. Atletico Madrid and Manchester City played out a goalless draw game in Madrid. But just before I give you excerpts of that game, let me give you a bit more detail. Manchester City showed their character in a tough contest in Madrid to celebrate their centenary UEFA Champions League game by securing their place in the semi-finals at the expense of Atletico Madrid. The key moments in the game. In the 30th minute, Gundogan hits the post. In the 87th minute, Stones makes a vital block. And in the 91st minute, Felipe is sent off. Let's pick excerpts of that game from Madrid. Hello everyone, Madrid calling in all senses with a semi-final tie for the winners against Real Madrid. Great excitement in this city from their game against Chelsea last night. Are we going to get something similarly high octane from these two with their clash of styles? Fox trying to draw the assistant's attention to Savage being all over him. In from De Bruyne and headed over the top by John Stones. Did well to get onto that in the crowd. He had to work very hard to get across the front of his defender here. He had his shirt pulled all over the place. Just can't get above it. Rodri made the first run. Schalken's Felix couldn't get the header in. Morris. Walker in round the back to pull it across. Phil Foden, Gundogan, off the post, next one blocked by Felipe, and De Bruyne is unable to profit from the rebound, absolutely inch perfect, that first touch he meant he couldn't get the shot away with his right foot, Gundogan with the first chance, Gundogan with the second one, Nilda I think is the player that gets the last block in, opts not to steer it back to Edison Llorente João Felix to Griezmann an instinctive belt of the ball didn't miss by a great margin well what a good effort from Griezmann set up by João Felix Llorente popping it forward just comes off the outside of his boot he slices across it here always going wide Llorente gets it, Llorente teed up the shot, and the shot doesn't trouble Edison, Rodrigo de Paul breaking from midfield, Atletico pushing, pushing, but yet to score the goal they need, and João Felix isn't given the right service by Correa, but he's bundled through here and down he goes, Carrasco continues, referee's not minded to give anything, Over towards the Powell. Had two chances since coming up. Well, they're claiming a penalty, but the referee said it was a dive in the box. A bit of a flick of a leg from João Cancelo. This is the last cross that comes into the box. The Powell with the second opportunity of the game. Over the top. Chested down, and the shot is blocked. Edison was going the other way as a result. Corner Atletico, it might have been so much more. Well, it's brilliant play. There's the forward runs. Three players trying to run past John Stones. There's the chest from Correa. Edison doesn't get there. And nor 
There's Stefan Savage coming in at the back post. Well, it looked as though all he had to do was get a touch on this. Right, fairly wide in the end. He's always struggling. Not a great effort from Edison. Foden has to take the wide route. Felipe is across, and the second kick was a bit of a swipe from Felipe on Foden. He won the ball, he put it out, no problem there. The second bit, though, was a problem, and Zinchenko's having to get involved. Now, if this has been seen as we saw it, Felipe's got to go. Well, he's already been booked as well. This was it. There's the tackle. Great tackle, that. Great tackle. And then that, which slowed down, doesn't look a lot. But it was needless, it was unnecessary, it was worthy of a yellow card. And then Savage going in on Foden was quite, quite ridiculous. Well, he's got his card out here, Savage. Savage has got one for the aftermath. Who's he looking for now? Maybe Ake. I don't think he's seen the swing from Felipe. Which was sly. But they are, can be looking at it, that's for sure. Ake does get yellow. There it is. And it is a red card for Felipe. Why is he looking surprised? The referee will have taken advice from Marco Fritz, the video assistant ref. They saw it between them. The cameras don't lie. What I couldn't see was whether he put a second yellow card up or whether it was a straight red. Defending's been the name of their game tonight. whipped at pace and Edison got two hands to it took a blow to those hands as well the throw will be delayed let's have a look at it again it's a great save and he just falls on his arm there his shoulder he takes a, a bit of a bat there from Mateus Cunha the one goal came a week ago in Manchester the one goal that won it from Kevin De Bruyne and it means that Manchester City will be back in Madrid to face Real in the semi-finals full time tonight Atletico nil, Manchester City nil. John Stones reflects on a successful first visit to Atletico Madrid let's hear from John Stones what a fight that ended in absolute chaos didn't it? yeah um, we, we, we know the um Sometimes try and make things happen like that, and um, you know, I thought I thought we dealt with it really well. Um, it's not nice to talk about that. I don't want to, you know, dwell on it too much because over two legs, I think we played incredible um, against such a experienced team in what they in what they do in in in, in a, such a low block. Um, I th I'm so proud of the lads today with how we kept our, our, our control, our, our tempers. Um, it's so easy to get get drawn into stuff like that, and yeah, um, so happy to be through. And um, yeah, and a great night. You had came through injuries, some some bad challenges. Shows the character of the side, doesn't it? You can grind it out if you have to. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, we knew it's not an easy place to come. It's my first time, um, hostile environment. <laughs> Um, you know, from talking the boys that have played here, been here before, and and, and know some of their their players and how they play. Um, yeah, it was a difficult night all round, and and I think how how we defended, how we, uh, you know, as I said, controlled ourselves, and over the two legs was was incredible. Obviously, the lads that came off the bench as well, incredible impact. Which you know, I think that's I, I say it all the time, but um, over the the six years that I've been here. That's why we've been a successful team because everyone plays the role and everyone plays the part in big moments and um, is always ready when called upon. Phil Foden seemed to get some extra special treatment. In what way? Well, he got flattened, didn't he? He got flattened, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, early doors. Dragged uh, off the pitch. I mean, they seemed to single him out, I think. Yeah, no, Phil, uh, Phil was such a threat in both games when he came on in the second game, uh, the first game, sorry, um, instant impact. And tonight, he, um, you know how he how he drove us up the pitch, how he gained his yards, how he you know bought fouls and, and things like that. I, I thought he was outstanding, and you know I think he's feeling it after the game now. So that's John Stones ended in absolute chaos. Speaking in that interview, 
in terms of the key stats, this was Manchester City's centenary game in the UEFA Champions League from group stage to final in the period since they made their competition debut in 2011-2012. Only three clubs have played more games, Real Madrid, Bayern and Barcelona. Pep Guardiola has now reached nine European Cup semi-finals, the most of any manager in the history of the UEFA Champions League. And Man City have lost only three of their last 18 games in the knockout phase of the UEFA Champions League, recording 13 wins, two draws. Manchester City have kept a clean sheet in each of their four UEFA Champions League knockout phase games this season. Atletico Madrid have won only three of their 13 games in the UEFA Champions League quarterfinals, recording four losses, recording four draws and six losses. Atletico Madrid have conceded only two goals in their last 14 UEFA Champions League knockout phase games in their own stadium. And yet another game that wasn't short of drama was the Liverpool-Benfica game. Liverpool will line up in the UEFA Champions League semi-finals for the third time in five seasons after Roberto Firmino's second half double was all they needed to wrap up an aggregate triumph before Benfica hit back to remove some of the gloss. Yes, the key moment, Konate heads in a second of the tie in the 21st minute. In the 32nd minute, Ramos gives Benfica hope. In the 55th and 65th minute, Firmino gives Liverpool the double. In the 73rd minute, Benfica substitute Ryan Chenko pulls one back. In the 82nd minute, Darwin Nunes coolly makes a 3-3 on the night. And in the 83rd minute, Alisson fine stop denies Darwin a critical moment. And the key starts in that game. Liverpool are through to the European Cup semi-finals for the 12th time. The Reds have won 9 of their previous 11 last 4 ties. Roberto Firmino took his tally to 20 Champions League goals. The 4th Liverpool player to reach that landmark following Mohamed Salah who has 33 goals and Sergio Mane who has 22 goals and Liverpool legend and UEFA Champions League legend Steve Girard with 21 goals. Darwin Nunes bowed out of the Champions League with six UEFA Champions League goals this season, surpassing Nuno Gomez, Benfica's record of five set in the 1998-1999 season. At age 20 years, 297 days, Ramos is the second youngest player to score in the Champions League knockout phase for Benfica after Nelson Oliveira, who was 20 years and 211 days old when he scored against Zenit St. Petersburg in 2012. Matip made his 50th Champions League appearance for Liverpool. Only five of the current Liverpool squad have managed more games in the UEFA Champions League. Thiago Alan Alantara has 72 appearances in the Champions League. Mohamed Salah, 68 appearances in the Champions League. James Milner has 64. Fabinho has 61. And Sergio Mane has 52 appearances in the UEFA Champions League. Let's take excerpts of that game from Anfield. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Liverpool's 400th game in UEFA competitions. As they look to reach the Champions League semi-finals for the third time in the Jurgen Klopp era by finishing the job they started with a 3-1 victory in Lisbon eight days ago. A poignant evening as well, the closest Anfield game to the 33rd anniversary of the appalling Hillsborough disaster. There'll be a moment of reflection before kick-off, we're told. Well, Benfica have it all to do. Liverpool have progressed from the last 12 Champions League knockout ties after winning the first leg. 
passed away to Everton. And he's gone for a delicate floating shot, not too far away. That is very, very close. Just fading his curling away all the, all the time, but you can tell by the leap of Allison in goal. He knows this is close. Goes with that outstretched left arm. Canate. Deep. Canate. Oh, 1-0 Liverpool. Scored in the first leg. And Liverpool have a three-goal buffer. He's claiming there was a foul in there. Two goals for Liverpool and both of them come in this time. This may be checked by VAR. It's the first start for a while. Last week's start was back in January. It's only his fourth start in 2022. Here's Diaz. Lovely shift of balance. Good save. Benfica in big trouble at the moment. Liverpool looking slicker and slicker as the minutes tick by. That was a lovely move. Game they haven't won this season. The Champions League is bounced kindly here for Benfica, and that's a drilled equaliser. Liverpool look for a flag that didn't come. 1 1, 31 minutes gone. And a terrific goal by young Gonzalo Ramos. Right, it's completely against the run of play as well. But Simakas is about two or three yards deeper, plays him on side, but what about that finish? Opportunity here for Jota. Firmino in the middle. Diaz further across. Not a good ball, but it'll come out here to Keita and he'll hit it. And he hit it well. Not just wide. Just falls straight to him and he hits it through the legs of Grimaldo. Just goes straight through there. And if that is on target, and I think the goalkeeper's getting there because it just catches him out and it fades wide of that post. Keita. Just slipped away from Diaz. Big chance. The goalkeeper didn't grasp it. Away by Vertonghen. And it's surely offside for me now, is it? Is the goal given? It is at the moment. And Liverpool are 2-1 up. He looked yards offside to me. But he knew straight away and started celebrating. Ten minutes into the second half. It's been a flat start in the second half. But Liverpool are 5-2 up on aggregate. It's Luis Diaz with the chance. This is a brilliant ball from Keita. He sees that little bit of space. His first touch just lets him down there. But the goalkeeper's not convinced him the way he comes and claims with it. It's a poor clearance. And as you can see, it looks like that right foot of Otamendi is going to play Firmino on. And this goal will stand. Whipped away from goal. Brilliant free kick. Super delivery Firmino. Liverpool 3. Benfica won, 6-2 on aggregate, a goal of real class. They're in decent positions there, but nobody tracks that run. He just drifts between Otamendi and Ramos at the back post, completely unmarked. You cannot give someone like Firmino that kind of time and space. It's a really well-controlled side foot into the net. Now they've got a runner in here, Jeremczyk. Draws Allison, goes round him, tucks in the finish. Is life in tonight's game at least, but momentarily caught by the flag. There's a great ball from the Tongan that just opens Liverpool up. It's an accomplished finish as well. The goal is given. Paul van Berkel is the VAR. Is that a look? Golden age for Liverpool goals. He looked back on fondly, but here come Benfica against Jamaria. The touch was too heavy, and it's Darwin Nunez who equalises on the night. And the flag is raised. A flag is raised again. Ooh, is he off? He looks offside to me. I mean, you can look at the right foot of Canate and say that is quite deep, but it does look offside. But one thing's for sure: this fella can finish. That is a really good finish from Darwin Nunez how he opens his body up there and gets exactly the right amount of touch on that super super finish really controlled into the corner I think it's going to be given as offside it's, it's the second time he's been denied by a flag perhaps it is or has he it's given it's given yeah 
So Liverpool go through to the Champions League semi-final despite conceding three goals against Benfica. Jürgen Klopp was very pleased with his side's performance. Let's hear from him. Jürgen, first of all, congratulations through Thank to you. the semi-final. I've got to ask you about the performance because it looked very comfortable. You scored three, so did they. They also had, I think it was three goals disallowed, maybe even four. So it's a little bit of a strange one. How do you evaluate that performance? That's the problem. And Dave and I, when we qualified for the semi-final to the Champions League and I'm not happy, um, please come here and knock me out because that makes absolutely no sense, all, all, this, all these things. So we made seven changes for good reasons. Um, we played a really good first half. I liked a lot of things. Um, scored goals in the second. Well, three one up, you're right. Um, and then, um, yeah, the situation was this last this last line never played together. And it's about details. It is about details. And then we were a little bit. And it's difficult to, for human beings to keep 100% concentrated. And your opponent, obviously, they celebrate now that the result that they got a point here and the performance maybe. But it's really difficult. And we, and we had not. The 1,000% right mindset in that moment then, we lost balls and we were open in the last line. It was like between protection, dropping, stepping up. Of course, it was then not exactly what we wanted to do, but it's absolutely not important because if we would have played the best game of the season tonight, the, or the, our entire time together, they wouldn't have made it more likely to, be, to get, get through to the final. Nothing. It's nothing to do with it. We played the game we played. We are through. That's all I wanted and I'm really happy. Good. And we hope you're happy. Now, another thing you would be happy with is that both two of your starters scored today. Can I say it again? Uh, it's like lightning strikes twice. And of course, Bobby as well. When you are going into such a busy period and we know that you've, you know, you, you've made your views very clear in terms of the relentless schedule, how important is it as a manager? How much faith does it give you to be able to rely on the players that don't get that run out every single week? Absolutely, it was, and I never was never doubt about that. The, the, the one thing we knew it will be harsh was this last line never played together. So that three and a half, all good. You you lose the the, the the voice in the last line with virtually so you don't have him on the pitch. So these kind of things are normal. But the rest rotation on other position was never a problem for us, and this is no problem. It was not a first game. We again, did in most situations brilliant. Um, but Benfica was kept believing and, and kept going. That, that's all. And for us, of course, important in that period that we really can make changes and still um, are still successful. So all fine. I know it's not on your mind at all at the moment. It's still a couple of weeks away. But Villarreal. Oh. 
Yeah. 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 You're not thinking about them tomorrow, are you? (laughs) But of course, you know, you faced them in 2016. Two, like these are two very different sides now. We've seen what they can do in the Champions League. What have you made of their journey, and how excited are you about this next phase of the competition? Even though it's not in your kind of in your future, at, right at the moment, it's still a couple of weeks. If I would, if I could do now and analyze what we are, rather it would be really a little bit strange because then, I, what do I do over the week? We played City, we played today, uh, Benfica. So I obviously saw the results. I saw last night the game that was very impressive. I have to say, really good defending. Last week I only picked up pieces, but who kicks out Juventus and kicks out Bayern is in the seven deserves to be in the semi-finals and that's Real. so they are really good they have an extremely experienced manager who is kind of the king of the cups it's unbelievable what he's doing Una. and um, so yeah when we play them we will be ready but give me a little bit of time to prepare bro. so that is Jorgen Klopp speaking of a side's performance in the game against Benfica. Jordan Anderson and Diego Jota gave their immediate reaction to reaching the final four of the Champions League. Jordan, Diogo, congratulations through to the semi-finals. The job's done. If we learn anything from last night, it's that even a 3-1 first leg lead doesn't really mean anything, but was this one a comfortable one, would you say, Jordan? Um, I think we'd want to do better overall, uh, but at the same time, I still felt as though we started the game really well. First half, could have scored one or two more goals. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty comfortable, but I think we'd be really disappointed in the goals that were conceded. Um, so still plenty of stuff that we can be better at. But overall, we knew it was going to be tough, you know, 3-1, it's never over, as we've seen last night. So we wanted to give it everything. Um, a lot of changes with fresh legs and um, we'll go through the next round which is the most important thing. And did those changes make a difference today, Diogo, in terms of the side that was fielded today? You don't always play together. Did that make a difference in how you set out today? Yeah, we try to do our best as always. I think uh, we as a team, we played a very good first half. They scored the goal almost out of nothing. Uh, but we were at 1.31 up, 6-2 aggregate. I think maybe we relaxed when we shouldn't. But uh, the most important is that we go through. That is the most important thing. Got to ask you, Jordan, what happened with that uh, armband past the parcel when you guys were being substituted? Yeah, I didn't realise Millie was coming off, so I gave it to him, and then he got he come off, so yeah, I give it away, I think, again. Um, so yeah, that was it. <laughs> Look, both of you will have, I presume, will have watched Villarreal last night. They've disposed of Juve, they've disposed of Bayern. They're not a side to be taken lightly, are they? No, definitely not. Um, they've knocked out, like you said, I think Juventus, Bayern, two very good sides. So they're a, a very good uh, team in their own right. Um, that will be a very difficult tie, uh, both legs. So we need to be 100% ready, give it everything, and, um, and hopefully we can progress to the final. Hopefully you can. And I mean, it's such a busy period, Diogo, as well. So many big, important matches. You had City in the league. You've Got come through that one. This one you're through to the semi-finals, and then of course you've got City at the weekend in the FA Cup. It's relentless. It doesn't end. What's the mentality like in the team in terms of the hunger and the desire to just keep going in every competition? Yeah, the desire is there. Obviously, we are still fighting for three competitions, so everybody is very excited. We are rotating the squad, so everyone feels involved. And now City on the on the on the weekend to to go uh, to fight for a place in the final. Does it feel like almost a formality? Do you ever take it for granted that you guys are through to the semi-finals? Because from the outside, we see how well you play. We see the success that this club has had over the years. Does it, is it still a pinch-me moment for you going through to the next round? Or do you take it as it comes? It, no, it's definitely not taking it for granted. Definitely not in the dressing room. You know, it's, it's huge to get into a quarter-final of the Champions League. To get into the semi is, is massive. Yes, we've been in a few over the last few years, but that doesn't take away how special this competition is. Um, and we want to do our very best in every single competition. Um, and we take it game by game, we give absolutely everything. And, um, and so far it's worked, so we've got a lot of football over the next couple of months. And we want to give a, yeah, a big push to try and compete in all competitions. Well done today, Thank you. Thank you very much. So that is Jordan Anderson and Diego Jota speaking in that interview on this note as always it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode 
of the UEFA Champions League podcast, which looked at the quarterfinal second leg highlights and reaction. Have a beautiful weekend. <laughs>